This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the undisputed champions of the affiliate marketing industry. AFCON 2010 is proudly sponsored by these pound-for-pound affiliate marketing players. ClickBank. PerfectAddress.com, Atrinsic Interactive, and Saveology. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that will make their mark to be the new affiliate marketing champion. Can you afford not to miss it? AFCON 2010, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Affiliate Marketing Insider explores the fast-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of one of its most recognized experts. Stay ahead with this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through experiences with the whales of the industry, from CEOs to super affiliates to high-impact players. It's time to get inside with the Affiliate Marketing Insider, only on webmasterradio.fm. and welcome to Affiliate Marketing Insider on webmasterradio.fm. I'm your host, Wade Sisson. Joining me today is Scott Medlock, who is operator and administrator of the AFSPOT Affiliate Forum and Blog. Scott is an internet marketing veteran with more than 15 years of experience. Uh, Welcome to the program, Scott. Hey, Wade. Nice to be with you. Nice to have you here. How are things going at AFSPOT? Things are going really, really well. AppSpot is uh, marching right along. Glad to hear it. Um, I'd like to start today by just getting a little bit of background about you. How did you get your start in Internet marketing? (laughs) Well, you could say I'm an early adopter. Uh, Back when the web was created, you know, I had already had email for a number of years. I was vice president in charge of Unix systems for distribution company, and then uh, when the web came about, I ran a company called Unix Systems Administrators, and we were very tied into AT&T Bell Laboratories, where Unix came from, and several other companies, and you know, Sun and Oracle. And so when the first web server came about with its matching browser, Mosaic, we were already implementing the technology, documenting it, creating training for it, and so we were right in the middle of creating some of the first websites out there. And as uh, affiliate programs were created, the first couple of them, you know, CD Now and Pacific Coast Down, uh, I just jumped right in. Great. And how long have you been the operator of AFSPOT? Uh, I had been hosting AFSPOT uh, for almost a 
year. And then the opportunity arose for me to just take over AFSPOT, and the uh, uh, so I did. The uh, AFSPOT's a very special place on the Internet, we feel, and a great place for you know affiliates and managers and merchants and networks. And we try to create a nice place to get information, to share information, and to... Uh, uh, in touch with things, and uh, so I took it over last August, about the first week of last August, uh, mm-hmm. just took it over completely, and the uh, I've been working very hard to upgrade the entire place for everybody that's in it, and so far we're doing pretty good. That's great, and how many members does Fspot have now? Uh, right now we're pushing just under 17,000, so... Uh, Active members is somewhere around eleven thousand, and the uh, uh, and every day we see more and more activity. So nice, slow, steady build. That's great. Well, we're doing a series on this podcast this month where we feature speakers for the upcoming Afcon conference in Denver, um, and you're going to be one of the speakers. What topic are you going to cover at the show? Uh, the main one I'm booked for is called Widgets, Apps, and Using Better Mouse Traps. Uh, it's on Monday morning, and the uh, Lee Roberts at Merchant Metrics and Oliver Rube at Vigilink and uh, Alicia Navarro at Skimlinks are also on the panel, and we're going to be going over all these extra little pieces of code and technical things, tools, really, that uh, affiliates can use to make life a little better, easier, and more effective. Well, that's great, because I know we're always looking for that. Can you give us a, a preview of a few of the tools you're going to be talking about? I'm going to concentrate on a couple of areas. Uh, one area is the, uh, the amount, the sheer amount and complexity and, and of the marketplace for WordPress applications. And uh, there are tons of really high-quality applications that can really make an affiliate's life easier. But it makes it extremely hard to find all these plugins and how they work and how they work together when you're just dealing from inside of WordPress and you just do a little word search there. So I try to come up and I'm going to have examples of a number of plugins that any affiliate can use that's just going to make their life easier, going to make uh, their life a little better, make things easier to track and keep hold of on their WordPress blogs. And the uh, and the other thing is standalone tools, server tools, the uh, that an affiliate can have on their server, and the uh, uh, and they can use these tools to help automate some of the tasks that are repetitive. You know, the whole login, copy, paste, log out, back and forth, check on everything sort of deal. There's sure. there's a lot of things that are very easy to do for a server, but on a regular desktop PC it's not. And there's tools to do a lot of these things, uh, like integrating Facebook Connect the uh, and some of these other tools. And uh, we'll be going over some of that along with uh, some of the tools the other presenters have. Great. Well, one of your expertises, of course, is blogging. That's something you do on AFSPOT, and blogging is a big part of affiliate and performance marketing. Um, what advice do you have out there for affiliate marketers who are, are trying to break into the blogging space? 
You know, the, the biggest piece of advice that I can give a blogger or, or an affiliate that's you know, either going to start a blog or regenerate a blog they have or whatever is don't get carried away. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do what everybody else is doing. Just be yourself. If you, if you look at lots of blogs, and I look at lots of them, the, uh, uh, look at them with a different eye. When you're looking at a blog, all you really have to have is a very small number of very loyal readers that pay attention and that you're interesting to them. Writing for the entire earth is never a good thing. And uh, so it's get your niche, stick with it, something that you could, that you are passionate about, that you know some things about, so that the job part of it stays enjoyable for you. And they, uh, and you'll find the conversions and the, the way you monetize it. The as long as you're sticking with what you want the blog to be and the subject you want to be about, that as you build following and uh, and do your thing, you'll find that over time it'll be a lot more pleasant and a lot more successful. Sure, and that's true for affiliate marketing in general. Finding your niche and that unique voice. Speaking of of looking at blogs and having that eye on things, you're in a pretty unique position where you manage this large affiliate forum that you kind of get a bird's eye view of how things are going and what's being done. What overall observations are you able to make about the industry given the fact that you are the administrator of AFSPOT? It's hard for me to pull out a crystal ball here, but the things that I keep seeing over and over again are, are trends that if we look at the high-tech or the, or the burgeoning industries of the past and look at a little bit of history, the, the same patterns keep coming about over and over again. Uh, I wrote a blog piece a month or so ago about how affiliate marketing in the industry is pretty much where International Harvester was in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. Mm -hmm. International Harvester being the first true conglomerate company. And how things get bigger, mergers, acquisitions happen, how markets split out, and how conditions uh, in the business marketplace happen. And I'm seeing a lot of the same things in affiliate marketing today where you have, it's like every five minutes there's a new network. The, uh, uh, and you're starting to see more activity as far as mergers or companies that are accelerating and getting a lot larger very quickly and others that are shrinking away. It's all a pattern that's repeatable. And, uh, And we've seen it over time. And I think a lot of people in the industry either ignore it or don't think it's pertinent, and yet it's happening anyway. I think that's the biggest observation that I'm seeing right now is, you know, the market's going to go the way the market's going to go. And uh, uh, and I think a lot of people are missing the boat. One of the main things people use affiliate forums and affiliate directories for is to find new programs to promote. The latest Affiliate Summit AFSTAT report asked affiliates how how they most often find out about a new affiliate program in which to join and nearly 20% of those affiliates said that they still use affiliate directories and forums to find a program. Does that surprise you? You know, that doesn't surprise me in the least, Wade. Uh, 
people, affiliates are people, and people work for programs because they find their own voice, they have niches that they're interested in and do very well at, so they look for programs that are complementary. Networks tend to not reveal their entire program list unless you're already accepted into that network. So what happens with all these networks and the proliferation of networks we have going on right now, affiliates don't want to join every single network out there just to dive through all the programs. So if they can go to some place where they see a good wide variety of programs, they can see which ones are being promoted actively, they see what networks they're on, they're making, they're gathering information to make intelligent choices about their own affiliate business. And so it doesn't surprise me that that's how affiliates are finding programs to uh, join. It's because they're out looking, you know, for programs and they're not looking for networks. Sure. And one of the things that I saw after FSTAT, FSTAT released that statistic, you recommended that they do a follow-up study called Affiliate Manager Contacts You. What would you expect that study to find? Well, what they found is, you know, there was a goodly little percentage uh, of people that were finding programs because the affiliate manager contacted the affiliate. and. And that's a great number in and of itself. I also think that number needs to be segmented down, and uh, which is why I had that suggestion. I think what would happen is it would discover that there are loosely coupled groups of affiliates where the common thing between them are affiliate managers. And so when an affiliate manager is rolling out new programs or updating programs or the uh, or promotions are happening, good, hardworking, smart affiliate managers, they're, going, they're reaching out to affiliates that they know can help them out or it's in their niche or because it makes life easier. Sure. For the affiliate manager, it makes it easier for the merchant, and it makes it easier for the affiliate. So I think they would find that there's going to be these little nexuses where, you know, here's this nexus, and at this nexus is an affiliate manager, and there's going to be loose groupings of affiliates underneath that affiliate manager that are in different programs, and it's because these affiliate managers are doing a very smart thing. And affiliates are also doing a smart thing in that they're communicating with their affiliate managers on an active basis, and they're working the path of least resistance. Right, because if you're working with a dedicated affiliate manager who manages one program, they can't cross-pollinate. They can't recommend you to other programs that are going to help you. Absolutely, and, and I think that what you're going to find if they go in and dig this number out a little bit more, they're going to find uh, mostly affiliate managers at uh, uh, mostly outsource managers. Right. Because they have all these little groups. Well, this is a good time to take a short commercial break. Affiliate Marketing Insider will be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Affiliate Marketing Insider when we return. Hi, this is Joel Kamp. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. 
The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel only on webmasterradio.fm We now return to Affiliate Marketing Insider only on webmasterradio.fm Welcome back to Affiliate Marketing Insider. We're speaking with Scott Medluck who is the operator of afspot.com a forum and blog for affiliate marketers. Um, Scott, you recently blogged about a realization you had that mobile performance marketing affiliates are going to be able to win big, and you based that opinion on your mother's use of a smartphone. Could you tell us about that? <laughs> well, the, uh, uh, my parents live a six-and-a-half-hour drive away from me. They're in my hometown. My sister lives in the same town, and her kids are now having kids. And uh, so we touch base with Facebook quite a bit, and my mom is on Facebook. She's the <laughs> coolest septuagenarian there is. So she's on Facebook, and you know, it's mostly pictures. So we go back and forth with pictures. My nephew uh, graduated high school this year. They had a picture in the backyard at my sister's house where they had a party, and you know, everyone's sitting around a big circle, you know, and they're eating and cursing around and doing all their stuff. And you see, in the corner of the picture is my mother sitting in a chair on her smartphone. <laughs> and seeing that, it's like, oh, crap. The, everyone has, has talked about the mobile market isn't big enough or, or they don't know how to deal with the mobile market. And I've looked at it. Technically, it's difficult. But, the, but when you have... 70-odd-year-old ladies texting on smartphones, uh, you know, that tells you it's just not big. It's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It's crossing lots of lines, and that people that go in and find their niche, 
they don't end what they're doing online, but they find a way to extend into the mobile platform. You know, and doing that build-up, you know, if you look at a logarithmic curve, it's always this long, gentle slope before it skyrockets up. People that are that are in there now, maybe not doing a whole lot monetarily, but they're building their mobile following. The uh, they're going to win big because it's coming. If it, pieces of it are already here, but it's coming to where it's going to be just everything and everywhere. Well, and as you said, it may be difficult to tap into, but if your mother's there, obviously the people are there to support it. Yeah, if you knew my mom. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> she's not a real high-tech gal, the, uh, but, uh, but, it's, but it's right. When people have a reason for using the technology, they're going to use it, and the reasons are there now. You know, smartphones getting cheaper, the... Uh, uh, you know, more accepted, and you know when you have the grandkids texting grandma. Well, she's going to figure out how text works, and uh, uh, and it just yeah, my, it's starting to cross every line now. My parents are using all of that now too, and that's that's another show, Scott. And in fact, that's more of a comedy show, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> One of the things I also wanted to ask you about from your position as the as the operator of Aspot is affiliate fraud, which is something the industry continues to grapple with. It's something we've covered on this show numerous times before, and I'm sure it's something that you see as a forum administrator. In your opinion, how big of a problem is affiliate fraud, and how are we as an industry dealing with it? You know, I think it's massively huge. I. I I think it's everywhere and people don't realize it. I think some people that don't have that objective look at the larger industry have a tough time seeing what's there. But if you go if you simply go out and just start ranking CO, just start doing SEO for key terms with affiliate marketing and you find where the first entire you know, where you find one, two, three you know, in a Google search or, you know, great, respectable, everything is wonderful, but then the next five pages are all, like, bogus squeeze page, guru, magic seeks, hot word sites, and, uh, uh, and you actually read some of it, and it's like, okay, some of this is, like, complete garbage, and some of it is, you know, someone out for a buck, but then you start seeing patterns in what all these approaches are. So I think fraud is on a number of levels. There's a, a whole layer of fraud happening where it's people trying to recruit people to be affiliates, thinking they're going, you know, making it like a get rich scheme, uh, get rich scheme, uh, you know, creating the money buzz. The, there's a whole other level of it that isn't as prevalent. But what you see is everything surrounding it. You see the ecosystem of it. You see people selling pre-built Gmail accounts and Yahoo Mail accounts and Hotmail accounts for fifty bucks a hundred. Oh, you want a hundred email accounts? Fine, fifty bucks. You'll have them in a, in an hour. The uh, uh, we actually see people, you know, with websites. Uh, that are out there, and they're selling network accounts. Uh, Peter Bordas 
over at Media Trust pointed this out on some of the freelance websites. You know, there's actually auctions going on for who can provide the cheapest price to get somebody, you know, uh, five logins each on 10 networks. I had one yesterday, but posted it out on the blog last night. Someone's selling bank accounts. And uh, so when you have the easy ability to just reach out with a few hundred dollars and have a thousand anonymous email accounts, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 network accounts, and oh gee, you can get a bank account to go along with all of this, all online, all anonymous, and all completely bogus, uh, you've got the framework where, you know, one, two, three people can get together, put up a few computers, and, and they can wreak havoc. And uh, uh, Absolutely. And it's, uh, and I I see this a lot. Another thing that I'm I'm sure you have comments on, the advertising or affiliate tax, you've written that one way we might work to overcome this is if we transition from calling ourselves affiliates to performance marketers. And I wanted you to kind of explain your reasoning on that because I thought that was interesting. Well, when you look at how things are taxed and you look at the way some of the affiliate tax laws that that have been attempted to be passed or written, they're they're actually using the term affiliate, and uh, and they're actually structuring our industry for us when that structure does not exist. So, right. what you see is instead of having everything loosely based. If we model ourselves against the rest of the advertising industry and just say that the way we are paid is different. So we say performance marketing is a form of marketing where payment is directly tied to our performance. The, uh, that in performance marketing, we have advertisers, which are merchants. We have agencies that help put together uh, programs. We have outsource program management, we have networks which are uh, nothing but exchanges, uh, and publishers, which are basically what everyone thinks of an affiliate is a publisher. So it's exactly like the broadcasting and the newspaper on the magazine world. We use the same terminology, we, we use the same structures, well why don't we just call it that? And the, uh, and instead of calling our paid commissions, we call them advertising fees. Okay, well, we, we are charging an advertising fee based upon our performance. We use a network to track and make for sure that that's all on a level playing field, that, uh, that performance marketing publishers are being paid their due. The, uh, uh, and it also, legally, although I'm not a lawyer, and I don't play one on Webmaster Radio. <laughs> Just the legal terminology and the way we organize our businesses, whether in affiliate and OPM and network, that how we structure our businesses corporately uh, or individually. If we're structured like the rest of the media industry and like the rest of the advertising industry, and we just say that we are performance marketers, which is a branch of the advertising and marketing industry, suddenly what happens legally is when you look at terminology, all of our terminology and the way we're physically structured is identical to your local newspaper 
magazine, TV, whatever, the, it makes it much, much more difficult for uh, the different state houses to treat us differently than the rest of the media. And in some cases, where performance marketing is being used in the regular media, uh, you know, a lot of infomercials are performance-based. Uh, there are radio infomercials that are performance-based. There are spec newspaper performance ads out there. The uh, And there is in the mailing world, too. Suddenly, an affiliate tax would have to be phrased according to the structure of our industry. If we're structured like everybody else, suddenly all performance marketing is wrapped into the pack, and now not only will it make us mad, and us you know, going after the government representatives to you know, at least have some sanity in this, every other media would also be affected because the terminology would have to include them. And uh, it just makes us stronger uh, in you know, being able to have a level, realistic playing field. Absolutely. What response has this idea received, if any, from the industry so far, Scott? Uh, you know, some think it's great. Uh, some think, hey, okay, and, uh, and others say I'm stupid, and, uh, which is what you're going to get with any idea that you float out there. The, uh, but I think there is more of a trend to call ourselves performance marketers that affiliate marketing isn't broad enough anymore. I mean, it, it's been a long time uh, since CD Now and Pacific Coast Down created the first affiliate programs. And, uh, you know, it, it's not a click referral to a sale and a percentage anymore. There's cost per lead. There's cost per call. There's... Uh, uh, cost per list, where people list build with an affiliate program and say, hey, you know, you know like zip submit, phone submit, address submit. But, so affiliate marketing is kind of nebulous. People in the general public and in the marketing world don't get it. The, uh, but if you explain affiliate marketing the way you explain a traditional advertising model to any kid straight out of college, the, uh, for marketing, suddenly they get it. If you say, well, performance marketing is just a case where, you know, where advertisers place advertising through agencies to publishers, and instead of paying fixed cost rates or CPM, you know, they're paid on the performance of the ad itself and how it did for the advertiser. Suddenly every marketing person on earth understands it completely, and they go, oh, well, Okay, they get that, and then you tell them, oh, but we do it almost completely online on the Internet. People call us affiliate marketing, and they suddenly completely understand it. And uh, uh, so I think from the point of view of just making it easier for everybody in our industry and the industries we have to interact with, uh, I think it's a big win for us if we would just say, okay, a performance marketing affiliate or a performance marketing publisher probably makes a lot more sense because we're making it easier for other people to understand what we do. It makes it easier for brand advertisers to use our channels and the, because they get it. And, the, uh, uh, and on a legal basis, it helps integrate us more tightly in the advertising industry so that we can fight any battles that need to be fought together. Well, that's an interesting idea, and I'm glad that you shared that with us, Scott. And I wanted to ask you also about, speaking of the industry, what, in your opinion, is the greatest untapped opportunity in our industry today? 
Oh, I'm glad you asked that, because this relates to the earlier question you had about trends and things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I talked about you know, the business cycle and, and how the history of companies and industries and, and markets occur. And, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of activity with networks lately. Anytime you see an industry where, you know, there's a huge influx of new smaller businesses that are identical to the great big ones, you're getting ready for a shakeout and, uh, and generally a lot of M&A activity. And uh, I think we're going to see networks merging. I think we're going to see a lot of smaller, weaker networks pop up and go away. The, uh, uh, I think we're going to see uh, OPM groups merge. You should know about that one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that, was, that was actually my tell for the year. I told about five people that I thought OPM firms buying each other and merging, that this year was the year it was going to start, and uh, confirmed that one for me. The uh, and I also think back to your question to the root of your question. The biggest untapped opportunity is I think I think affiliates are really really smart, tend to be really really independent, but overall we kind of work well together. And I think what something else we're going to see happen this year is we're going to see more of where two, three, four people doing affiliate marketing independently know each other. They might have one or two websites that they decide to go out and build together. And we're going to see more of this pure cooperation to the point that we'll see more affiliate marketing companies where there's a whole company built on the basis that they do affiliate marketing and live off of the uh, performance of the programs that they promote. And the Uh, I think there are enough people in the industry that are really bright and know what they're doing and that are of a size and a sophistication to realize that they can, if they mesh with the right people, if they partner right, people that they get along with, people with complementary skills, and uh, that they can go out and create promotional programs where they go out and promote offers more effectively and it will actually cost them all a lot less money because a lot of costs won't uh, uh, won't be occurred redundantly. You know, I think that's one of the big things we're going to start seeing, and uh, uh, and I think that's probably happening. And I just haven't seen enough examples of it yet. I know of right. a few, but I think it's going to get out there where we actually start seeing, you know, an LLC or a partnerships come up where instead of dealing with a single person as an affiliate, you'll be dealing with three, four, and five people joining together and building sites and promoting offers. And that's one thing I think that's great about the industry is there's certainly no shortage of innovation. Well, Scott, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Um, And for those of you who'd like to hear more from Scott, he will be a featured speaker at AFCON 2010 later this month in Denver. If you haven't already registered for the show, Affiliates Attend Free, you can register at afcon2010.com. You can also learn more about AFSPOT at afspot.com, where you can sign up and get active in the community and learn more about new programs. Um, This has been another edition of Affiliate Marketing Insider on webmasterradio.fm. I'm your host, Wade Sisson. You can join us at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, every Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.